Hot Springs Village Inside Out is a closer look at the greatness of Hot Springs Village, Arkansas and the surrounding areas. People, places, experiences. Hot Springs Village is one of the most beautiful places on earth. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host, Dennis Simpson, as we engage in weekly conversations to explore Hot Springs Village Inside Out. Today's show is brought to you by Central Arkansas's favorite radio station, KVRE. Find them on the dial at 92.9 FM. Stream them live at kvre.com. Remax of Hot Springs Village, the award-winning Remax of Hot Springs Village is the largest real estate office inside the village with over 30 full-time agents and support staff. Visit them to learn more about this beautiful place to solve your real estate needs. Call them today at 1-800-364-9007 or find them online at explorehsv.com. They are Remax of Hot Springs Village at 1-800-364-9007 or online at explorehsv.com. Yeah, there, I was about 38 or 39 years old, Dennis, when one day, quite frankly, I was just I can't remember what I was doing, but something struck me and said, you know, there's got to be more to life than making money. And not that I was making a ton of money, but we had a successful company. Uh, you know, my family was well taken care of. And so uh, uh, being very naive, uh, I, uh, I announced that I was going to run for a state house seat from Bryant. And uh, I met with the Republican Party. And uh, they uh, they like what or felt good about what I had to, to offer, and so uh, we uh, we filed to run. Uh, I actually got beat, not much, but I did get beat, and uh, so uh, and a lot of times with our candidates, uh, Dennis, uh, they'll enter uh, most very few win their first race. Very, very few. The odds are, are, are really stacked against you. But uh, with that being said, I, I actually ran two years later against the incumbent who had beat me. And uh, I actually got beat again by 0.8 of 1%. I mean, that's so close. Uh, but, you know, I always have said, if you want to make the good Lord smile, you know, tell him your plans. So... <laughs> I went back and and I but I stayed involved. A lot of our candidates, Dennis, don't stay involved. As I said, they, they'll they'll run, they'll lose, and you'll never see them again. Well, I stayed involved. I actually became a county chairman of the Republican Party of Sling County, and ultimately became the treasurer of 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 the Republican Party of the state entity. And then ultimately, I became the chairman of the Republican Party of Arkansas. So. That's the, the joke. Now you're talking about some funnies in, in politics. Joke is, is if you run for the House of Representatives twice and you lose, they make you state chairman. That's your, <laughs> that's your uh, sentencing that you have to put up with. That's your punishment. And but so was, it begins. Well, let me introduce you real quick. So it begins with Dennis Milligan, longtime friend of mine. We were just reminiscing. Uh, 40 years, did we say, Dennis? Yeah. 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 Well, Dennis Milligan, now the state auditor. And it's a, I think it's been a long and circuitous path. Is that fair enough, Dennis? Actually, I'm the state treasurer. So, oh, I'm sorry. The state treasurer, excuse me. But you've been, you know, but I'm I, running, but, but I'm running for state auditor. OK, OK. Well, and I was going to say, I, I look back at your history, you know, uh, the Saline County and, da, 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 and all the job. Apparently you can't keep a job is what I'm hearing. Well, 
you know, again, uh, having run my own business uh, for 35 years, uh, uh, what I would consider to be a good, successful small business, uh, I actually went back after I served two years as the state chairman of the Republican Party, and I went back to my home county of Saline. Well, there was a circuit clerk that was running, and uh, uh, we took exception. He hired a guy to work in the circuit clerk's office named Dan Harmon. Now, for some of your viewers that have been around a bit, Dan Harmon was a prosecutor in Saline County. He served eight years for political corruption while in office. And I just didn't think that it was right that he should hire an individual, a felon, a felon uh, to work in a very sensitive office. And so I went out on trying to find someone to run against him. And I couldn't <laughs> about 10 minutes to go with my wife kicking and screaming. I filed a run and uh, I was elected. Unbelievable. And, and you know, we, we could literally do an entire show on Dan Harmon. You, I, I'm not trying to disparage the guy, but you talk about a work. Oh my Lord. It, it literally, you know, I hear, I hear of, of felons who, who bust their butt to try and get a low skill, low, low wage job and try and get started. And here the County effectively is hiring a, a felon who, who, there was no question whether he was guilty or not. And it was just how many pieces, how many accounts well, you wanted to talk about. The, 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 the clerk at the time was a guy named Doug Kidd. He had never been challenged in 10 years, uh, 14 years as a state trooper. He was a term limited state representative. I mean, certainly some, some quality credentials in his own right. But when approached about hiring Dan Harmon, he basically just said, look, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And if the people don't like it and the people didn't like it, and apparently there were many people of his own party. Well, I couldn't have won the race without the support of some Democrats. Really? Uh, and I was a Republican. And so, uh, you know, they they let their voice be heard that they were not going to uh, just because I mean, look, uh, you know, we've all got some friends that didn't maybe necessarily follow the right path. And he had went to school with Dan and all of those things. But it, uh, again, the people uh, took exception to his actions. And again, I was, uh, it's not that I was necessarily my life's work to be the circuit clerk, but I'll tell you what, I learned a tremendous amount about our county. <clears throat> we did some renovations and innovations in our jury selection system, which are still being used today. And uh, the staff that I, the staffs that I work with, Dennis will tell you, we're not just going to sit around and twiddle our fingers. We've got to get something accomplished. Yeah. Some of the ladies you work with in those offices during that time, I, I don't know that we ever met each other or whatever, but if saw each other in person, but I recall, I would go in and file some paperwork, file some deeds or something like yeah. that. And I remember thinking, this is a well-oiled machine. This is not city government. That's kind of, well, we're struggling and trying to figure it out and it'll kind of eventually get done. I mean, I could see process and progress that there, there was a reason it was happening. Well, the circuit clerk's office, again, has a big responsibility, as you mentioned, filing uh, very critical uh, information, but uh, serving the courts. I served four uh, circuit judges <clears throat> that we handled all the, 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 uh, the filings for. And as I said, it was an interesting, uh, it was an interesting gig. Uh, I served four years and uh, I was approached 
uh, about the unfortunateness of the state treasury were Martha Schaffner Dennis, who uh, was convicted of uh, political corruption. Uh, she was taking bribes. Uh, you know, when you handle when you handle at that time probably three billion dollars in investments, and, and we handle roughly nine billion today. Uh, you've got a lot of people coming at you trying to make you do wrong or, or to, and, and she unfortunately did. So I'd kind of become known as a, as a fixer upper, uh, sort so to speak, someone that could straighten an office out. And so some, uh, influential people came and said, we'd like for you to run that office. Again, I never had a vision of being uh, a constitutional officer. What a great honor it's been in these last nearly eight years. Uh, but if you had told me a few years ago, I'd be sitting here at the state capitol talking to you this morning about uh, it, 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 I would have just laughed. You know, I, I'm just fascinated by the story, Dennis. I really am. And part of it is, is that, <clears throat> excuse me, part of it is, is that, you know, you, you reach a point in life where, okay, I've, I've got enough. I'm not rich, but I've got enough money to. I'm not going to be eating beans for the next two months, at least, maybe a year, maybe two or three years. You know, I'm, I'm comfortable. My family's comfortable. We've had our needs met. Okay, then what do we do? How do we give back? How do we make the world a better place? And Dennis, I, you know, to be frank about it, I'm driving down the road. I'm listening to NPR, and I hear Dennis Milligan, da 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 I'm like, no, 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 he's fine. He's fine. And the reason I bring that up is because in politics, it seems like there's always plenty of mud to be slung. And, and there, there are certain people that are clearly guilty. But it, I know, Dennis, I, you, our friendship, and I know you've, I've known you so long, I know fidelity is your hallmark. <laughs> you know, well, I certainly appreciate those kind words. I think we all know there's only one perfect individual. And, uh, and it, uh, and he died on a cross for us. But uh, our work, my name, uh, accomplishments, uh, we all have a motive. Okay. We all have a motive. Uh, and uh, my motive and my, uh, I guess, good feelings come from Dennis from producing results. I love to be able to stand before the people of Arkansas and say, uh, 10 years before I took office, we were averaging about 17, 18 million a year in investment return. Now your treasury's averaged about 70 million a year for the in, last in, in interest alone or investment return in to our investments. So we picked up on average some 50 million a year extra. Well, what does that mean? Well, that means that we've got money for, for highways. We've got money for catastrophic or for savings, uh, uh, in times of need for the state, many other avenues that this money, which we were missing out on, uh, is now uh, uh, been a part of uh, uh, of the state's uh, budget. Well, and, you you, uh, you mentioned Miss Schaffner, and I wanted to. I, I don't want to dig in and stay in that, but what is the role of the treasurer? I mean, what what do you do? What you, you, well, you, well, the role of the treasurer. I'm the chief financial officer of the state, so I'm the state's banker. You've got a banker, uh, uh, and I laugh sometimes because in my business ventures, I say it's great for me to be the state treasurer because I already know most all the bankers I owe them. But, uh, <laughs> we, but, we've met them. We've met them. The way we owe but, them money. But but with that, you know, everything flows through my office. 
Dennis, we average about $70 million a day of, of y'all's money flows through uh, our office, about $16.6 billion a year. And, and what exactly, just on a given day, $70 million comes in of real estate taxes, property taxes, well, what? Uh, sales taxes. I mean, all these entities uh, are, are sending all this money and it flows through our office. And then at the end of the month, uh, we have a division in our treasury called government services. Then we tally up and then we send these monies back to these entities because they've obviously got bills to pay. So sure. uh, uh, it's an ebb and flow. I'm responsible for a program called Arkansas Broader Futures 529. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it's been a wonderful program. It used to be called Arkansas 529. It's an investment uh, uh, opportunity for Arkansans to save for their kids. Uh, it's administered by my office. When we started, Dennis, we're at about $528 million under asset management. Today, we're at one point, over $1.2 billion. And these are monies that are set aside by families, if I'm not mistaken, right. by individuals right. for college futures. And basically it's a college savings fund, if I'm not mistaken. It, it, you, I guess you can call it that, but it's so much more now. Uh, what we found, I mean, uh, you know, the big thing now is these student loans. Uh, actually, an individual can invest in the, in the 529, the broader future 529, and be able to uh uh, direct some of those savings uh, toward paying off uh, that student debt. Uh, if President Biden didn't pay it off for you, we, but that's a whole different. We, and we don't know where inflation comes from, Dennis. We don't have any idea. Where does inflation come from? I mean, is it, I think I know I have a clue, but we won't go there today anyway. But, but so that program has been successful. Uh, Arkansans have believed me and bought into it. That says, uh, these monies can be directed uh, toward uh, one thing that's because I was I'm in it was in a technical career, Dennis. Uh, uh, I wasn't one of those smart college boys like you. I was a, a, a technical guy. And uh, and now so we're these funds can go for plumbing, electrical, mechanical. I mean, HVAC. And let's face it, not everybody's designed just to sit you know, behind a computer. And uh, I tell you, if you know any welders right now, I can get them jobs. I mean, at a lot of money. At a, in a heartbeat, any place they want to be, anytime they want to be. This money, and I don't want to get off on this, but this money follows the child so they can go anywhere in the country as long as it's an accredited institution. I even say if they wanted to go to dreaded LSU, the money would follow them to LSU. I don't, I don't think so. Uh, let, let, I may have to cut that part out. I don't LSU. I mean, come on, you could pick a better example, buddy. Well, I mean, I'm just saying that that's, but, but that along with uh, our Arkansas able plan, which is a, 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 I went to the legislature. We were able to get a, a program designed for our disabled in Arkansas to be able to follow somewhat of the same route. Uh, and uh, again, we created the Arkansas Financial uh, Commission, which, because uh, look, the governor and I agree totally, Dennis. We can tout Arkansas all we want to to these companies, but they're going to fly over us always until we can produce a a a, a the, the the greatest asset that we have, and that's our our folks. But they've got to be an educated uh, uh, class of folks. You know, and and okay, you're a graduate of Bryant High School, Little Rock McClellan. 
McClellan in Little Rock. Okay, well, I graduated Bryant. You graduated graduated, McClellan. I graduated from McClellan in 76. It no longer exists. Uh, It was torn down. Literally just tore down the last couple of years. I got the great uh, pride in saying I was the only constitutional officer ever elected that that graduated from McClellan. I bet you were. I bet you were. Which is Southwest Little Rock, for those of you that are listening. I'm kind of backing up. We're we're a a super micro here today. I'm a backup kind of macro here in a minute. But I'm sorry, Dennis, go ahead. Well, uh, as we would call, I'm an 09er. An 09er. 09er. 72209. 72209er, the Southwest. Uh, and that's actually where I grew up till 72. And then we moved to Bryant and we became suburb kids and all that. But I was where I was going with that was, is that as a, as a techie, and by the way, I've just got a junior college degree. I don't know that, that I, those last two years eluded me, but yeah. the, uh, uh, I remember when I was in Bryant high school, we would, we had a bus that went to the Pulaski Votek every day. Mm-hmm. And the Pulaski Votek was for kids that had troubles and they were going to go learn. Well, I didn't have any troubles academically, but I wanted to go to the Votek and learn electronics and they wouldn't take me because my scores weren't troubled. I wasn't distressed enough. And that's how we used to look at Votek. You know, I mean, literally, uh, I, uh, let me tell you the three pieces real quick and we'll, we'll move on. Um, that piece of the pie couldn't go. When I was in uh, high school, I, at one point I had three shop classes a day. I had one where I was, it was actually my class. The other two, I was actually the foreman, as they would call it, on the other two. Uh, and then I remember back, and we, we talked about this when I was forming my computer company in the early 90s. I remember standing there at Bryant High School and several other schools as we brought the shop equipment out and we put new PCs in. Yeah. Now, as a tech, I'm going, hey, we're putting in computers. I'm making money. As a citizen, I'm thinking, why are we taking these out? I think we're going to need carpenters and woodworkers and welders and iron workers. And there goes the TIG machine. What are we we doing here, people? Eh? Yeah. Well, really a funny story is I do a little building and developing in my home county of Saline. And the plumber gave me his bill one day. And I said, I said, man, I don't, I don't. I don't pay my doctor that much. And he said, well, you know, uh, I gave up that practice uh, two or three years ago and got into something I could make some money at. So I, I'm just saying that, that we have needs and, and we want human resources uh, to make to make companies want to locate here. Look, I have three grandchildren, and my goal is if they want to move out of this state because they want to move out, then that's that's all good and fine. But I do never, I never want them to say to me, we're moving out because we can't find the opportunity we want here, the job. I mean, that's the wrong reason. I want them to stay here uh, and make Arkansas great again. And uh, I've heard that somewhere, but uh, I think uh, I've seen that on a ball cap. But I do, uh, I do care. And, And again, I think my staff would sincerely testify that I love my state. Uh, and uh, better not anybody say anything bad about it. Yes, we got plenty of problems, plenty of errors, but there's no saying, Dennis, all that's necessary for evil to triumph is for good men and women to set aside and do nothing. And so you'd asked me earlier, uh, I can lay my head down on my pillow each night and know that uh, uh, I, I feel like that, that, we've done our part to try to make this state a better place. Well, and as always, Dennis, it's a pleasure to know you. Like I said, we, we haven't physically met each other in decades, but we've always kept in touch and just, you know, said hi and 
whatever those initial years where we were working. And I don't want to make note, you were talking about your water treatment company you had yeah. initially and, and uh, the printing company my parents had. And I don't want to make note. And I, I, I know you will echo with me on this. There were people in our 20s when you and I got into the work uh, force that were frankly too good to us. They helped us too much. And, and I'll, I'll tell you, uh, we were talking about Steve Umschneider at Solico, which had an affiliation with you. I remember I was literally just out of college, walking up and down the sidewalks, trying to find people to buy printing, walked yeah. into Solico and Steve said, well, we've got these labels and we print a lot of them. What can you do? Well, show me this. And we literally, I remember this to this day. We literally learned together. There were some things I needed. I knew what coated paper was and how we would print on it and blah, 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 blah. And, and he needed something that would affix to the barrels. And anyway, we had people that were better to us than we deserved. Does that sound familiar? I, I think so. And, uh, uh, well, I know so. Uh, I think people, when you are sincerely trying, Dennis, uh, uh, I've had many mentors and still do to this day of people that have reached out uh, and, I think the biggest obligation I have now and in some form or fashion have tried to, to reach and give a hand, uh, a hand up, so to speak, uh, of younger people that uh, I see working hard and trying to make a difference. And uh, so, uh, you know, too much who is given much is expected. Yeah. I had a high school teacher that told me that once and I, we were, I, I was like, what? What do, you, what do you mean? I'm a kid. What do you mean? Yeah. And the more I listened, I thought, uh, she has a point. I don't know that I like it, but she has a point. She has a point. Well, responsibility. I mean, we, we all have responsibility. I, I don't like, uh, uh, you know, there's many men and women, Dennis, and not to get all, you know, teary out or anything, but there's, there's men and women that paid a, the ultimate price for us, for me and you to be able to sit here today and, 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 and kind of, if you will, even, not bad mouth, but, but, uh, they paid some prices. And, and I think our young people today, uh, maybe some good history lessons might help them perceive and understand, uh, the opportunities that this country, uh, offers. I, I cannot get away in my mind <clears throat> from, um, the Israeli format where everybody has three years of mandatory military service Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and do we need everybody in the military? No, not necessarily. <clears throat> do we need people to understand those that protect us yeah. and the things that go into it? I, I think the average layperson can't even conceive of what it takes to, now we, we have a military with a lot fewer people because we have a lot more technology these days. I get it, mm -hmm. but I don't think they even understand what it takes to keep a country secure. Well, you bring Israel up, and that that actually ties into your state right now. Uh, I was fortunate enough again to get legislation passed that allows us to invest in the great state of Israel. And to date, we've uh, received about $105 million in interest uh, by being able to invest uh, in the state of Israel. Uh, the actual ambassador came to the state to recognize uh, our work in getting that legislation passed. And so... Uh, and let me tell you, they pay off like a slot machine. <laughs> they're, they're, uh, they're, they're wonderful folks, and we love Israel. And, and, and I was asked by the ambassador, you know, why, uh, you know, why would you work so hard, Dennis, in trying to get this legislation passed where you could actually invest? And I said, well, it, 
I'm a politician. It doesn't take much sense when you drive down a country road and every other yard's got we support Israel in it. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a good idea to me. Who sells those signs? Who's giving away those signs? They, because they're doing a great business. No, I, I agree. I agree. I, and I'm anyway, sorry. That was just a sidebar. No, that's great. Well, I yeah. was going to say, knowing and and I, I'm I'm saying this sincerely. We're both humble guys, and I know that. I don't know that. I guarantee you. You stood on that stage with the ambassador for Israel and thought, which one of these is not like the, somebody got up here. How did somebody get here? Right. It was, it was a unique moment. I bet. Wasn't it, buddy? It was very unique. And I've had the opportunity to, uh, to go to New York city and to, uh, uh be there. Uh, uh, and did they know you graduated from McClellan when they let you into New York? Did they, did they know that? I'm not for sure that they knew <laughs> that. I, I'm not for sure, but, uh, I was on NASDAQ once. Uh, uh, so you rang the, did you, did you bring the gavel or ring the bell uh, or what? No, uh, I haven't got to do that. Uh, and my time's running out, but uh, <laughs> I tell you what, Arkansas has moved up the ladder with respect to uh, some of our investing prowess. But, you know, we have our own investment division and I just want your, your viewers to know that again, we're watching your dollars on an hourly basis. And I have a short-term portfolio and a long-term. So we've been able to take advantage, uh, uh, you know, of some opportunity. And by the way, we don't invest in the stock market or anything like that. It's all fixed assets. Yeah, that's gambling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't. You know, some people say, "Well, the stock market's doing well." You know, no. We, the first thing that we uh, care about uh, is number one, and the staff knows it is the security of our Kansans money. Yeah. Uh, then liquidity and then then return return actually ranks as third uh but uh we we've made a difference there and again i give uh, i give my staff the credit they they've given me uh, options and given me their advice and, and and as a team we've been able to make uh, great progress for arkansas well, let me ask you a question because i know our listeners we, we have international listeners we have germany france spain you name it and then we have local visitors, local watchers and listeners, and the local watchers and listeners are going to zero in on this and say, I want to know more. Who would I talk to, Dennis? Who would they talk to? Can they just contact your office to learn more about the, the different strategies or whatever? You mean of how we invest? Yeah, sure. I guarantee well, you there's, there's villagers that no, want to let know. Me, let me make it easy for you. One, I had three promises, Dennis, when I came into office to Arkansas. The first one is that we were going to invest our dollars and, and get the most we could because every interest dollar we could earn should be one less tax dollar mm-hmm. that our Kansans pay. Sure. The second thing was transparency. You can go to our website right now, this minute, you can pull up and you can see where Arkansas, wherever one of our investments are. Really? The rates of return and you can see when they mature. Uh, it, it, we, we That was a major promise because in the old days, uh, the Martha Schaffner days or whatever, they didn't want our Kansans to know where their money was. And the third promise we made, and I think it's made an impact, it's probably made some people mad, uh, was that we have a no gifts policy. No, no, what? You broke up. I'm sorry. No gifts policy. You're not no. giving from the lowest ranked treasury employee to, to me, we accept no gifts. And, and, and I don't think our Kansans elected me to be in the gift taking business. Well, we've honored honored those commitments. 
I've got, and, and you and I can mention this gentleman. We can talk about this. We had just a little off camera. I mentioned one of the ways I had gotten started with working with state government was through uh, Bill Clinton, Billy Clinton, not the one yeah. you're thinking of, not the one everybody thinks of, who worked at the Arkansas Crime Information Center. Last time we went to lunch was oh five or six years ago. Met him at downtown, one of the downtown cafes. And I mean, I've worked with this guy for 30 years and it comes time and I'm like, well, let me pay for your burger. And he's like, no, Dennis, no, no, you, you, you can't buy my lunch. You, I'm like, you, and if he wasn't retired, he was two or three months from retiring. And I'm like, what? I'm just buying a burger. No, no, no. Can't do that. Can't do that. And I thought, I think fidelity, I think people think fidelity is when you and I are on camera or you're in front of 10,000 people. That's fidelity. No, fidelity is when you're sitting in a small cafe and you say, no, I'm going to pay for my own well, $5. And camera. I don't even mean, I don't even mean to get it to, to, to that level, but that is what we've, what we've established. Uh, you know, again, uh, what I'm talking about too is, First day I was in office, I was offered a, a condo to use in Hawaii expenses. I mean, and, and we told this individual, this is not the way we're going to run this office. And I'll be frank, we've never done a nickel's worth of business with that individual representing the state. So it's not that, and I just want it clear, it's not that a Mr. Goody two shoots. Let me tell you, on that reservation, I'll walk all the way around that property line but I am never stepping off the reservation. I'm going to take advantage of opportunities. I'm going to do, but, uh, but I think that, uh, you know, results matter. And I think, again, uh, I'm a person of sayings. Uh, Benjamin Franklin said, well done is much better than well said. And our results speak for themselves. So to answer your question, they can, the people can go online right now if they want to see where their money's invested and know exactly they can do it in their pajamas uh, at two o'clock in the morning if they can't sleep. Uh, but our results, uh, uh, you know, again, have speak, uh, speak for themselves. You know, it, ain't bragging, it ain't bragging if it's fact. You know? <laughs> not only that, my friend, not only that, but that transparency, you, you, you said you sleep better. Is that what I hear tell? Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and again, uh, you know, everyone, I said earlier, every one of us have a motivation and my motivation is my name is, is I want it said, Dennis, my, my, what I get out of this thing is Dennis, man, you and your staff have done a good job. And I'm telling you what, I just, uh, 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 when I, when I think, for example, you know, again, a half a billion dollars in investment returns, I mean, uh, An investment that, return. That's right. That's an investment return. And I'll tell you, think about it. Many of our, uh, through the last uh, years, my seven and a half years in office, interest rates haven't been exactly just phenomenal. What has occurred is we've scraped the bottom of that barrel. We've, we've taken advantage of opportunity. And, uh, and that's why I want to, uh, uh, you know, certainly commend our investment division because they knew what I asked. And if they weren't going to get it for me, I will find somebody else that would. Well, well t I got two things I need to do. I know we need to wrap up here in a minute. I appreciate your time so much. Dennis. Thank you. We can stay here all day. Well, I got one more question. I, I got three questions initially. Could okay. I have you, could I have you come back and visit with us again sometime? Oh, I'd absolutely love to do that. I love getting exposed to Arkansans. I love Hot Springs Village. Let me tell you, I'm a Sling County guy. And, uh, 
and I'll say this, uh, and, and I say it in a joking manner, but uh, I've had a lot of support throughout the years from Hot Springs Village. Let me tell you. And just about anybody calls from there, I'm uh, how high can I jump? So let me just make that real clear. They, they like to vote here. They like to vote here one way or the other, you know, and, and let's face it, quite Republican. There's a strong Democratic presence also, but well, the, and, and I liked what you said about about uh, getting the, the Schaffner position. Oh, I'm sorry, you, you were saying the Saline County position, I think, uh, that you had to have some Democrats come over and vote for you. You know, look, the right guy's the right guy. Doesn't matter what team he's on, right? Uh, well, that's what I was told. And, uh, you know, many of them, that's the first time they'd ever cast a vote. And by the way, for history purposes, uh, only not political, but for history purposes, I was the first Republican ever elected as circuit clerk in Saline County ever? and I'm first and ever, and I'm the first Republican uh, ever elected as the state treasurer in 148 years. So uh, that's I'm history. <laughs> now, again, I'm not trying to, 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 to say, but I, uh, I'm the first Republican to ever occupy the office, at least since reconstruction, at least since reconstruction. Yeah. I, well, and I remember <clears throat> not too long ago in my lifetime, uh, where Charlie Daniels was Secretary of State and yeah. took care of a lot of things, and yeah. the things I heard in the in the Capitol were not things that made me happy. There there were a lot of if if not true, I don't know, I don't have a clue, but there was a lot of innuendo. There was a lot of questions. It was it was it wasn't transparent. How about that? It wasn't transparent. No. Let, let me go back to where I w- wanted to go with this. Uh, on a personal note, apparently you like hot springs for some kind of equine activity that I'm not. What, what well, is that? I love. Uh, I love hot springs also. Yes. Uh, uh, Dennis, when I was about 18 years old, my then girlfriend, who's now been my, my bride of 45 years. And we congratulations. Driving, we need more stories like that. We're driving over to, we'd never been to the horse races. And so we, uh, we went there and, uh, uh, a friend, uh, had invited us over and, uh, I'm going to tell you, uh, I had, no relationship with the horse industry at all. In fact, my family growing up, I mean, if the horse put us in a, a particular spot, we might eat it. But, <laughs> uh, but with that being said, I absolutely fell in love with the pageantry, with the history, with the, just everything. And I told my, my future wife, I said, one day we'll drive over here and watch our horse run. And oh, Wow. Well, she was laughing, (laughs) but, but I'll tell you what, I got even at 30 years old. I remind her of the day we were driving over, uh, to watch our horse run. And I've been in the business ever since. And, uh, that's been some 34 years. I've never done real well at it and I've never uh, done real bad at it. I've just been a, you might say the brick and mortar that kind of helps the industry make it along. But I still have the, the as much enthusiasm today as I did when I was 18. You know, and in our world, and, and we're using it now in our world of digital technology, and I appreciate this. I like the fact we can zoom. This is wonderful. This is great. There is nothing. There is nothing like standing a few feet from a thundering herd of thoroughbreds coming down that track. And you literally feel the earth shake. And it's, and you realize there's no machinery involved. This is, this is, this is, I mean, let's face it, the horse built America. I mean, really, literally. Well, you know, again, it's, uh, it's just, uh, I managed to, to, uh, 
you know, sell a horse when I needed to or whatever the case is. Uh, uh, it's not necessarily a sport that's that's necessarily on the, in, a, in a growth mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, the casinos, the younger people, you know, I'm seeing a lot of uh, familiar gray-haired uh, receding hairlines uh, uh, there. And, and but but it's still uh, there. There, there's an old saying again. There's nothing. Uh, there's something about the outside of a horse that does something good for the inside of a man. I and like that. Yeah. The, the thoroughbred will honestly give you everything they have. So yeah. love the industry, love the sport, and uh, uh, certainly happy and proud for Oakland. Uh, I race a lot in Louisiana also. Really? And, Louisiana uh, Downs? I do. I race. In fact, I've got uh, 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 coming up uh, next week, I've actually got two horses running. Well, and let me, for those of us, uh, once again, the five mile high yeah. view, <clears throat> yeah. uh, Louisiana Downs, and if I'm not mistaken, and uh, Oakland, of course. And I guess if you will, kind of a southern, a uh, uh, Southland Park in Memphis or out West Memphis. Those are technically in our area that we would call racinos because it's got racing and a casino together. And and let's be frank, in in a non-growth period for horses, the casino has certainly helped these tracks, no question. They have. They have. But uh, then you have what's happening at Southland where they're doing away with the greyhounds altogether, and it's just going to be a casino, right? Yeah. 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 And and again, uh, it's a very labor-intensive market. it, there's just a lot of factors that play against it, but you know, some people like to fish, some people like to hunt. I, I, I do too. But you know, the the one thing that stuck with me throughout these years uh, is is just my love of this uh, of that business and industry, and uh, uh, and I'll uh, I guess I'll carry that with me. Everybody always asks, you know, have you ever won the Derby or what? Good Lord. people they don't even understand do they i tell you though it it is one it is one dream you can chase and know that there is i mean you ever see the movie dumb and dumber where he (laughs) asked the lady you know is there an opportunity or a chance and she said well it's one in a million (laughs) and he says so you're telling me there's a chance (laughs) and and that would be the truth in the in the in the in the business but uh yeah and uh again many of your uh viewers uh support the track and go out there and it's a it's a big social event too it is a big social event and i i'm, I'm remember reminded uh you know it's funny dennis i know the people we know you knew gary weir who was bozo right Absolutely. Yeah. and and was that one of the track announcers he was voted employee of the month and he didn't even work there <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Gary had a big presence there. He sure Yeah, did. he loved to tell that story. He was such a great guy. He actually would organize trips to uh to uh, uh the Derby. Yeah. And and I, I remember working on his computer one time and working with him for a minute and he was like, Yeah, he said, you know, we, we gotta get these tickets in advance. And I was thinking, I thought naively, you want to go to the Derby, you go to the Derby, you just waltz in. No, not even close. My uh, uh, just recently, my uncle from Chattanooga, you may have known him. It didn't dawn on me. Bill Hicks, William Hicks, uh, raced a lot of horses at Oakland over the last 30 or 40 years. Yeah. Yeah. He, he recently just passed away in Chattanooga. And I remember, I I thought your story really draw it back to me because I remember, you know, he never won, you know, the breeder's cup or the, you know, any huge 
but there were a lot of junior races and a lot of junior. I mean, he did well. He did well. But, you know, I don't think people people that want, would envision the Derby don't realize there's about six different levels of strata, and most of them are on the two and three and four. Yeah, I'll tell you something. It was If it was all about the money, then the Sheiks would win the Derby each year. Yes. So there's a certain amount of – in fact, the horse that won the Kentucky, Kentucky Derby uh, this year – uh, uh, they actually claimed him for $30,000. Now, $30,000 is a lot of money to me, but, but, but still to, 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 to win a Kentucky Derby, uh, you know, when the horse was claimed for 30,000, that that's, you know, uh, oh, but look, Lord. we all got to have something, uh, to dream and hope for. And, you know, I, I would try to do what Lou Holtz said. If I ever got a big horse that done well, try to act like I've been in the end zone before. <laughs> too silly. Though I'll tell you, when you, when you, when you see your horse has got a shot at winning and coming down the stretch, it is one time you can act pretty darn silly. <laughs> and surprised. You don't want to look too surprised. I've done this before. Yeah, I've been yeah, here. I've been yeah. here before. Well, tell me, and but we'll come back in another episode. There's just too okay. much to cover, Dennis. Thank you okay. so much, buddy. Tell me, so treasure for the state. You're going to be you're going to be uh, term limited out. I am, and and then so tell me what the sol- solution is, or what the scenario is with the the becoming the the uh, auditor. What what does the auditor well, do that the, the treasurer I'm, doesn't I'm, do? I'm the Republican nominee for for state auditor. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, the offices are side by side. Uh, we work in conjunction as the treasurer. I work in conjunction with the state auditor. Uh, one of the uh, two main things, I guess you could say, the auditor does is responsible for payroll uh, throughout the state, uh, the judicial, uh, making sure they all get paid. Then also the auditor's in charge of what we would call unclaimed property. And that's for Arkansans that have got, there's millions and millions of dollars of unclaimed property that, uh, that are owed. And uh, so that's something we're going to really focus on. It's trying to help our Kansans get their uh, get their money. I was piddling around the other day and checked uh, the site, and it's easy to do. And I had a twenty dollar rebate that was due to me, and they sent me my check for twenty dollars. Uh, so you know, uh, but uh, as the treasurer, I'm responsible, Dennis, for all the money, but I don't write any checks. Uh-huh. As the auditor. They write checks, uh, but they're not responsible for rounding up the money. You know, the more I thought about that, the more I thought it's like my wife and my relationship. I, I make the money and she does all the 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 the, the acquisition and spending. Uh-huh, so it is an election year. I better not get these women mad at me. So but I'm guessing that this this the, your your home relationship may not change, but your work relationship may change is what I'm hearing. It, it, it possibly could. It, it, it's it's uh, but let me say this real quickly. The Treasury up here for those your viewers were the most toured office in the Capitol by really? birth. Yes. Uh by virtue, we're the only state in the country that allows you to come up here, go into our vault, hold hundreds of thousands of dollars, get your picture made, learn a little bit of the history. And so pre-COVID, we were doing 24,000 visitors a year. And it's starting to come back. And let me say this, a few months ago, we finished the renovation. So now when you walk into your treasury, it looks like you're walking back into 1912. 
Oh, wow. so it, it really is a neat and and I, I've got to admit I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna very much miss uh, being your your treasurer of state, but I'll just be right next door, maybe. <laughs> you could come over for lunch. How about that? Yes. Well, I tell you what, the the time that I've spent and I haven't gone into this in any of our programs before. When I was in printing, and I mentioned this to you just a little earlier, that I spent a lot of time at DFNA across the yeah. street. Uh, we were with the state purchasing department. We we found that the, the the printing for the state of Arkansas, nobody wanted to compete for it. That's it, right. it had, there were subtles and nuances. And once again, you couldn't buy anybody lunch, that kind of thing. So it had some, it had some struggles, but we, we mastered it to be frank about it and got kind of good. So I ended up at the Capitol quite a lot. Yeah. And I always thought what an incredible place I, you, I know you'll know this guy, guy went to church with Larry Mitchell, who was a state con, uh, state Senator for a while. Great yeah. guy. We'd go to lunch with Larry or I go over with Billy Clinton and we go downstairs to the cafeteria. Yeah. If you've never been in your state capital, I appreciate the way you phrase yeah. that our state capital. It is an amazing facility. It really is. Well, it is. And, and we have visitors from all. I've had 53 different countries come through the treasury here. Really? And so, you know, it's been as much fun for me to meet all these people, Dennis, as it has been for them to get to see what we have to offer here. Our state capital does mimic the nation's capital. Mm -hmm. uh, there has been uh, filming uh, done here simply because it's more economical, because it does resemble the nation's capital. And uh, there's just a lot of great folks here. And, uh, you know, I just want to encourage you if, you, if you have a few minutes, uh, uh, please come up here. And I, I always, my door is always open and the staff will tell you, I'm, I'm meeting as many people as I can. Well, I tell you what we're going to do, Dennis. I'm going to try and round up a crew to come visit at the state capitol from the village. Would that be okay? You bring that crew, and I'll tell you what, we'll give them a tour they uh, that they won't forget. Man, it's been a pleasure. Dennis, great, great seeing you again. Really friendly. Great to see you. All right, brother. For Hot Springs Village Inside Out, we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas, is the star Please subscribe to the podcast. You can do that by visiting our website, hsvinsideout.com, and tell a friend.